Hello, hello, hello. Hi, it's your girl Jacqueline Wynn. Sparkles. People call me Sparks. Sparkles. Spark, spark. Yeah. Hi, how are you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well. It is Wednesday at the time of this recording. I am on my way home from work. It's 7.30. Um, had a really awesome day. Really awesome day. Filled with like goal getters. You know what I'm saying? It's so awesome. And also, I was like super extra hyper today because of these goal getters. <laughs> I just get so ex- I get so excited whenever... Um, We talk about ideas and we talk about, like, um, our potential and about, like, the stand, like, me getting a world of what another person stands for. Does that make sense? What did I just say? Yeah. Basically, I had an awesome day today. Um, So I wanted to talk about, this is a request about emotional eating and what I do about it. Any tips on it? Um, how do I start this? Okay, one. I My history with emotional eating, binge eating mostly, comes from realizing, or not even realizing, it's just like life lifes us. And I always never had control over it. So instead, I just like binge eat. And I eat everything. And there's a lot of other things that go along with it. Meaning, I was conditioned. I was conditioned to, you know, what, you know, whenever something happened in your childhood. And then you take that on as as reality for the rest of your life until you see it again. And you're like, wait a minute. That's a made-up story. Who taught me that? Or like, why did I believe in that? That's so not true. That's not the truth, right? So, for example, when I was younger, maybe about like Sophia's age, five. Um, I had a grandma. I, I mean, she's still alive. <laughs> She's on my dad's side, but she was um, very, uh, I was raised in a Buddhist family, and at that time she was, like, spending a lot of time at the temple and, like, all of that, right? So, basically, one day she was watching us, and I uh, did not finish my food. There was, you know, we, we're Asian. We eat rice. <laughs> and um, I left, like, a few grains of rice on my bowl and she told me she's like hey you're going to hell if you don't finish every single grain of rice and when you go to hell those rice will be well every single grain of rice that you don't eat while you're alive are going to be turned into maggots and you're going to have to eat them in hell as maggots as wormy thingies right that's alive and I was terrified I was terrified so from then on Every single time something's on my plate, I finish the entire plate. No matter if I put it together or someone else did. So, all my life, I always had... I always ate way too much. 
I didn't know my like I didn't know any cues so when I was full I just knew that I had one task and it, and it is to finish whatever is right in front of me I wasn't allowed to throw away any food because you know someone's starving in Africa or that you know all of that right there's so many things that we are conditioned to believe and so it's not only until maybe when I started feeling sick to my stomach and using and then also like growing up being an adult and like doing adulting you know having more responsibilities and like life life in you and things aren't really going your way food is always going to easily be there there is such thing as food addiction you guys do know that right like sugar and things like that that's like that's a whole nother story but and as far as like just strictly emotional eating um I know I eat when I feel super overwhelmed or stressed out and I use food to numb myself out because I I would eat until I get into a really good big food coma and just knock out so that my brain isn't bugging me right and honestly that was me two years ago this is before I became a trainer right two years ago um and I didn't really notice it really impacted my life until I was like the heaviest I've ever been and also the unhappiest person I know when you when you're like the most unhappy person that you know shit's gotta change like something's gotta change and so from then on let me tell you what I did. And this took a lot of time because whenever you, uh, sometimes when you make a commitment, you're like, okay, I'm going to wake up and eat healthy or my diet starts tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then right in the morning, you're faced with some challenges. Not necessarily choosing to eat or not. It's more of like, the universe or something happens or like oh great now this happened now I have an excuse to eat more you know like okay so then my diet starts tomorrow well that doesn't work um and here's the thing what I've noticed is that a lot of the times I'm really impatient with myself and that goes along with like binge eating and emotional eating I'm impatient with knowing what's going on instead I just shove my face with food instead of like looking at like what is actually happening with my life and what doesn't work with my life or like what is actually happening in my relationships with people which I need to have conversations with but instead I shove my face or what is actually happening with like the work that I do or like you know We tend to use food as a thing to avoid the truth. Because it's the easier thing to do. It's the easier thing to to do. It's better than having that hard conversation with that person that you should be having. It's easier to sweep it under the rug and just like deal with your emotions by eating sugary stuff not only sugary but carbs like just eating in general 
right one thing one huge thing that I saw when I was in this journey and this process of like giving up food addiction and like weaning off of it is that I noticed that I crave sweets when I'm actually craving sweet sweet moments in my life and I can remember when I first saw that insight and felt it there's one thing to really notice it as a concept like a like an idea but it's another thing to actually experience it as more than just an idea like you experience it to the where it like hits you in the heart really deeply so with me um i remember like a year ago or so i was craving sweets all the time for like two weeks i'm like every single time after dinner i'm like i want something sweet i have to have something sweet and i would go out of my way to like go get something sweet and it has to be a cake or a cupcake or a brownie or a cookie or like candy anything old halloween candy anything right and as soon as i ate it though just noticing that i'm like okay what is this habit that i'm forming I'm craving sweets after dinner just because I'm actually allowing myself to have sweets after dinner. Right? And then what happens? This is all self-awareness, by the way. All of these hunger cues and all of these things, these actions that we're taking, these small actions, no matter what it is, it's just bringing you closer to yourself whether you know it or not. Even if it's a bad thing, you'll start to notice like your truth will eventually come out. Anyway, back to the story. I started looking at like, okay, I know it's bad for me because one, when I eat it, I'm not really satisfied. There's still something missing. There's still like this hole. There's still like this void I'm trying to fill. But what is that? You know, like at that time I was like, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just stressing out. I just need to eat something sweet. And it doesn't help if I just keep allowing myself to do that every single day after every single meal. Like when it got that bad to like getting it after every single meal, that's when I was just like, okay, it's not even satisfying anymore because I know I'm going to get it. So like, what the F, right? And so then I started looking, I'm like, okay, if I stop eating sweets, what else would that give me? Like, what's the impact that I, that happens when I do eat sweets? Well, I know I immediately feel groggy. I immediately just... I am on edge. This is talking about not occasional sweets. I'm talking about like regular sugar highs, right? It just starts, I don't feel like myself. I'm a cranky mom. You know, I just get snappy. Like this is not good. So I noticed that. I'm like, okay, that's the impact. Now, how is it impacting the people around me? How is eating all these sweets and being like how even if if I feel terrible, how is it how's me feeling terrible impact the people around me? So it makes like I said, it makes me a cranky mom. I get I get snappy with my mom and my brother and the people who are around me. I get um emotional, irrational, and just start picking fights with people for no reason. I'm just like this not pleasant person to be around 
because I can't get a grasp of my senses or something like that, right? So, okay, once I saw that, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person. So looking at that, I'm just like, okay, if sweets do that to me, what happens if I don't have sweets? What will make available in my life if I took that all away? What kind of person am I without sweets? Well, obviously, I'll be more free. I won't be as on edge. I won't be grumpy. I won't be all of that, right? Just totally the opposite, right? I will feel healthy. I will feel all of this. Like, just knowing that concept of like, okay, I know I'm going to feel healthy. I know it's good for me. But like, taking yourself back to like the time when you weren't like this, you're like, okay, that's how I was before. I'd like to be that person again or something, you know? I'd like to have that side of me back again. So when you look at that and I take little by little, I just like, you know, I really have to, when I'm about to reach for that candy bar, if I'm about to reach for that cake or ice cream in the fridge, I think about like, do I really need this? Do I really need to be on edge right now? Is this going to serve me or the people around me? Of course, your answer is going to be no. And then it's all a matter of like taking the action to of like to not eat it or not or or eat it. If you do eat it, you're just going to feel like shit again and then go back to, you know, um, feeling like shit all the time. And then you're going to go back to the same questionnaire. Like the next moment you feel it, the next moment you're about to grab something sweet. Okay, never mind. You know, eventually you get tired of that shit and then you'll just like be like, okay, let's try it. Let's try this without without having let's try this thing like not being on edge and not being high on sugar that's not good for you right let's try this like not crashing while my daughter's trying to play with me type thing like let's not do that anymore yeah so then I eventually did that I stopped and once I stopped I clearly saw I was able to be more present with my daughter I was able to be more present with my family. I was able to focus more on my work. I was able to dream again. I was able to like, I have all this free time and this time to just like actually reconnect with myself. I was able to be present while I'm being present. I I find those sweeter moments. I look, I can look into my daughter's eyes and just tell her like, I'm here. You know, for me, the tips, my big tip for like curbing emotional eating is to be in relationship with the people around you. And I'm talking about like, I'm not talking about going to the person who, who, um, who is of a bad influence. You got to be really careful. All right. I'm talking about like for me, thankfully, I have Sophia. She's just pure. She doesn't have, you know, all she wants to do is play. Even if it's like spending time with your dog. Anything that is innocent, anything that won't take you towards more binge eating, if you know what I mean. Because I, like, I fully understand there are people that are in your life that just, are not 
capable sorry i'm just having like i'm having trouble finding the words to explain that there are just different ranges of people in your life ones that teach you something about yourself and ones that fully support you and the ones that are easy to get along with because they are the example of who you want to become does that make sense okay great so tips on emotional eating take yourself out of the food and find whatever you're needing to find filling that void whatever that void is you find it in people in relationships in even if there's a relationship with yourself i was talking to my client earlier just like a right before this podcast is that like not a lot of people spend time talking to themselves not like crazy talking to yourself but talk like have a conversation with yourself and check in every now and then make it a regular check-in and be like hey how are we doing today or like hey how are we doing this week are we aligned with our purpose are we aligned with our goals are we aligned with our values and our beliefs do we take any actions that don't really serve us how can what can we do to like avoid from doing that later in the future this whole process this whole health thing this whole getting healthy is just really a process of bringing more self-awareness bringing your truth out and you got to give yourself some patience to to actually experiment and find out who you are does that make sense let's say if i'm emotional eating because i know that when i emotionally eat it's because i'm feeling overwhelmed and then i would look at okay then what triggers me to feel overwhelmed what is this thing that i keep doing to myself that makes me feel overwhelmed well i take on way too many things without even thinking about it okay so now what's the structure that i need to implement or need to put in place for me to avoid that from happening again what is the question i need to ask myself to avoid from happening again you know and it's going to keep happening until you learn the lesson or until you find the right system that works does that make sense so i hope this is all very helpful let me let me just take a look to see if there's anything else that comes that there's anything else that shows up for emotionally eating and any tips that go along with that Okay, another thing that comes up is that sometimes where we emotionally eat, so sometimes when we're eating, we're with people. Like we go out to lunch or we go out to dinner. There's always, there's, and I realize that there's not a lot of people, there's some people, but there's, I realize there's a majority of people who don't like eating by themselves. So they're always eating with someone. And sometimes that can be a bad thing. And you guys know that I know that there's not there's no such thing as good or bad. It's just what is effective or ineffective, right? For your goals. If your goal is to stay healthy and to stay um, to start leaning up or or is to be mentally clear. That's my whole thing with health, by the way. Is that I go for the mental clarity and energy. I don't really go for aesthetics, but aesthetics just comes comes with it 
But anyway, sometimes we're out eating with the same people that actually bugs the shit out of us. So we emotionally eat instead. Does that make sense? We can't really control ourselves. But when we're with them, we're like trying to avoid being with them by eating. Because you're not actually powerfully dealing with that relationship. Instead, you're just settling for that relationship. (coughs) Excuse me. You're settling for that relationship. Thus, you eat. Because you don't... Rather, it's easier to deal with it by eating a lot of food than to actually deal with that hard conversation. When something's not going right in that relationship or not. I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say. Is that sometimes we spend a lot of time where we we eat with the people that are not necessarily aligned with our goals. And they don't understand or they make us wrong for eating healthy. Or they, you know, poke fun at us and stuff like that. And it's not to say that they're bad, terrible people. No, it's just like, like everyone has a right to have their own goals and to have their own vision in life and sometimes it's just it's also okay for those people or people in our lives that doesn't have the same goals as us you just gotta be aware just the fact that you're like oh my gosh i didn't even see that at all i didn't see that like eating with my mom and she eats she cooks really good food and all of this stuff i'm like resenting what's going on in our relationship instead i just run rather eat my fate like just eat 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 and then just avoid being with her so and just sleep right after that from my food coma instead of just having a conversation with her about whatever that's bugging the shit out of me and this happened a lot of times before that's why i have that's why it's so easy for me to talk about because that's just the truth like some people don't realize they're doing that so Hopefully this helps. Um, Let me look at something else. Yeah. Emotionally eating is just avoiding what needs to be done. Does that make sense? You're just avoiding. So whenever I emotionally eat, I'm like, okay, I'm avoiding something. What is it? And if I can call it out, I'm like, okay. And always, all the time, you know what it is. You can't. And sometimes you're just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. What can it be? Journal that shit out. Journal it. Put it outside of your brain and put it on paper. Take a mental dump on paper. By the way, it is very necessary for us to take mental dumps regularly. Have re- Just like we need regular bowel movements, we need regular mental dumps. Because our brain can only hold as much information. And if you don't let any of that shit go, you're going to freaking drive yourself crazy. All right. All right. I I hope this helps somebody. I know. I'm sorry I'm not being silly on this one. Actually, I'm not sorry. This is one of the serious topics because this, a lot of people struggle with this. I've struggled with it before. And someone actually needed help with this one. So this one's for you, girl. I love you. I love all of you. I hope you had an awesome day today. And I hope you had some, you got something out of this. And if you did, please go on my IG, Sparkle by Choice, and DM me. If you need any clarification, DM me. 
I'm always here to help, okay? Don't be a stranger. You guys know I'm like the real life poppy from Trolls. I love, I truly do love every single person that I see and meet. I truly do honor your journey. And I truly do think that, like, there's good in every single person. Okay? And I'm really happy to help. Please give me that opportunity to, like, have an impact in your life. Because that's, like, my biggest goal. Goal. My biggest goal on the planet is to have an, a huge impact. I want to build a legacy. Not selfishly for me, but more selfishly for Sophia and knowing that I'm going to leave this earth one day and I want to leave it as loving as possible for her. All right. Okay. I think I think that's it. Is that it? Okay. I love you guys. Wow. This is like the longest one. 25 minutes. Wow. High five, Jacqueline. Yay. Just kidding. I don't know if what I'm having for, but if you guys are still here, thank you for listening. I will. Oh, and if there's any other questions and stuff, just let me know. Find me at sparklebychoice.com. Find me on my Instagram, sparklebychoice. Um, Facebook, still sparklebychoice. Everything, sparklebychoice. All right, I love you. Have a good night, day, morning, all of it. Any insights? Please comment, type it, leave it, take a picture, do a sound. I don't know. I love you. Okay, bye.